and others like him have been subjected to strong doses of atomic radiation, which increase their physical capacities beyond the norm. In short, it's a kind of a Superman. It's been a while. It has. James, but um, this episode of Sadie's Filth, as you may notice, will be brought to you by Papa John's. As, and uh, I'm really hungry and there's a pizza sitting in front of me and we're running out of time, so I'm going to eat it while we record. Yeah, we're professionals, <coughs> yeah. Um, so we like to multitask. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, this also comes in an echoey room. Mm-hmm. There's my kitchen. Yeah, it's opposed to a nice little sound booth that we normally sit in. Yeah. Well, it's not really a booth, it's a studio. It's a, Can you hear it's a that? Studio. That's a slice of pizza I'm picking up. Mm. 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 Oh, delicious Corona Extra. Mm. 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 I can almost taste the indigestion. Yeah. James. Lee, why did you drag me here to this hellhole? I dragged you to, this, my new flat. to your new flat. That is a hellhole. Um, which is literally a demilitarized zone, and I got stabbed four times on the way here. I thought I was in Nightmare City, but it turns out I'm just in London, which yeah. is a nightmare city. Which is a nightmare and a city. Yeah. Um, it does look pretty stabby around here. It does. Not to I judge. Up the, stru- the crime statistics, there are a few stabs. There so are as many assaults. Yeah. You don't want to get salt in a stab wound, James. <laughs> it's the worst thing. <laughs> it's worse than eating pizza while being recorded. I don't know. You could be, say, drinking beer. That's a delicious It's only five past eight in the morning. Mmm. <laughs> Mm. Uh, some of us have to work, Lee. So, uh, Nightmare City. Nightmare City, James. Okay, so we should just say we're a little bit hazy. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to record this about a month ago, mm-hmm. but then I fucked off to America, and Lee um, and I had oh. something to do in his something to do in his life. Yeah, I've been so busy. that was the beer and pizza you had making me rich there. <laughs> Um, so especially this month ago, we watched this film. Um, spoilers: it wasn't great. And then, uh, and then we t- then we took a month off. And then today, we had to kind of binge watch it quickly. I'm pretty sure we did set a date to watch it, but you were like, "Yeah, Lexi's just got me tickets to go see News or something." And I was just like, "Ah, yeah, that was the one." And then you went to America. Yeah, and then you moved. And yeah, yeah. All shit happened. And um, plus, it's been like months since we've done one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sorry, Mike. Yeah, Mike. I mean, I'm going to see you in about 30 minutes, but fuck you. I'm sorry about you having to see Lee as well. I'm sorry you have to listen to us eating pizza. It's good, though. You missed out when you got here. If you get here quick enough, you might even see me eating pizza. You might even hear yourself turn up. (laughs) How fucking meta would that be? Anyway, Nightmare City. Yeah, so I kind of re-watched it today, key scenes, and then fast-forward it. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I managed watched, to get, I managed to get and, two pages of notes out of it. Though. I watched the hour and 30 film, or hour and 20 film, uh-huh. in about 50 minutes. So, um, you know, I mean, to be fair, you, you, it doesn't need to be an hour and 30 minutes long. It doesn't. It doesn't. There's a lot of filler. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of houses. A lot of very nice houses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looks like someone knew a friend. That really nice house here, for example, which has the woman in it, right? Is that... Filler. Is that... <laughs> Well, the really, the really nice house that had the pool, or the really nice house that had the coal cellar. The coal cellar. Or, yeah, oh, the artist. Yeah. Yeah. Who, I watched the document, because I watched the Arrow Blu-ray, mm. on the documentary, she said she was 17 in that. What? And that the old man felt really weird having to make out of her and grab her bits, because his daughter was the same age. <laughs> because his daughter was the person whose tits he was grabbing. <laughs> Shall we um, yeah, okay. go from the start? Like yeah, we I guess. Do. Well, yeah. Um, firstly... Do you reckon this is a zombie film? 
Not really. They're kind of like vampires, really. But they're not vampires because they walk around during the day. Well, yeah, but then like... I don't suck blood. Yeah, but would you say 28 Days Later is a zombie film? Because I say no, because they're not zombies. Yeah. They are rage-infected people. But these guys are radiation-infected people. Yes, that need that require blood because their red the blood radiation cells kills are dying. Their, bl- their blood cells, which so I thought was a pretty good idea. Yeah, and they can regenerate. I'll tell you what. Yeah, the the science behind this. You know how like well, not not actual science, but how like it's like the laws of the movie get set out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene where they set out the laws of the movie, and it's pretty good. I think they said something about how um, the the doctor starts to explain it, and the general says. That's great, but some of your colleagues might not be able to follow along. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so can you, can you dumb it down for them, please? Like, he clearly has no fucking clue what's yeah, going Because on. some of our colleagues don't um, have technical backgrounds or theoretical backgrounds. What <laughs> the fuck some does that mean? I'm sure they're coming born with this theory morning. in their time. Some of our colleagues were born today. They have no backgrounds. Speaking of that scene, just to jump ahead slightly, because that's in the middle of the film. Slightly. One of the first things I wrote, wrote down is if, of zombie films, this is like the Resident Evil 4, because they're not like traditional zombies and they run around using weapons and stuff, like the things in Resident Evil 4. Uh, I took a picture of the film at one point. Mm-hmm. Notice the emblem on the, uh, I'd said that word weird. Emblem. Emblem on the soldier's shirt. That is the umbrella symbol, is it, it not? It is, yeah. How fucking weird is that? Unless this is where this, unless Resident Evil was a sequel to Nightmare Maybe. City, but that is straight up. I mean, the audience can't see this, but this is oh, Mike. So, uh, Mike, I'll show you in a little bit when you get here. That is straight up the Resident Evil. Or is it a radiation symbol with an extra prong? Why would a general have a radiation symbol on his fucking because <laughs> he's on his like traditional jacket? He's general of radiation. <laughs> general radiation. He's one of the bad guys from uh, Captain Planet. <laughs> Which I'm sure you don't remember, James. I remember bits. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so on a plus side, it gets straight into it, James. But um, some of the weakest violence we have ever seen so far on this show. Yeah, it gets pretty tame at points. Um, there is a bit where a guy is shot at point blank range with a machine gun and he flails around like he's a kid on a school ground, like there's no blood or anything. And yeah. it just drops down to the... That happens more than once. There's a bit where a body doubles over, but we'll get down, <laughs> down to that later. Yeah, there's a bit... They use the oldest magici- magician's trick in the book, where like, he runs up to someone and slits their throat, and obviously the blood was on the knife. And so many people get stabbed in this film, and mm-hmm. there's no wounds, and people just walk around corners with blood all over them, like, apparently coming from wounds, but there are no cuts on them. Yeah, people are, like, walking around in pristine white tees yeah. that have, like, <laughs> dribble marks of red paint in it, like you would do... That's the thing, the blood looked like paint as well. Here's what I want to ask you, actually. Because mm-hmm. you like these films, you like the giallo type things. This is not giallo. Yeah, I know. Just to but, clear. Okay, but it's in giallo as well. Giallo. It's in that as well. Why is the blood always a fucking obscene red colour? Because it's all about style. It's about style using like super rich colours. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in Giallo, they have like really harsh dark shadows and they have super bright colours. Mm-hmm. And it's just stylistic Italian horror films. I mean, I mean oh, it's good in a way, but in a way it annoys me how fake it looks. Because mm-hmm. like, in this people run up to them and they stab each other. But like, um, if it was made by, say, Umberto Bava, not Umberto Lenzi... 
1980. Um, <laughs> when somebody gets, runs up to them and stabs them, there'll be a close-up of like somebody's face that suddenly turned all plastic again. A knife will go in it, yeah. as opposed to what we get in this, which is like, it looks like schoolyard kids playing around. Yeah, so like they're running up with sticks. I just realised the sound people. of my voice with pizza in it. That was great. <laughs> it's, it's when, I mean, the fact that you still have pizza, you're laughing... I'm laughing as pizza is raising to my mouth. Yeah. You haven't dipped it in your sauce that's entirely butter. No, because the butter sauce like lasts five seconds how and f- it's already gone. Dude. How do you drink that butter sauce? I don't understand. Is I've got some butter in there, we can just leave it out for well, normally at home I get butter I put butter in the kettle and just boil it. And drink it straight from the kettle. <laughs> no, thought you were being serious and I wouldn't put it past you. Right, where are we at him? Right, so we're so, still at the start. So basically, the film starts. Um, a reporter gets sent to cover um, to cover this story. Where Do apparently you know there been he's not the traditional beard. looking action hero. No, he's he's bearded. He's got long hair, kind of Jesus esque, but shorter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, I wouldn't really call him a hero. He's he's, well, a he's bit, the main character. Right? Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's the protagonist. Yeah, he's not a hero no. because he cowers. Yeah, a lot of the stuff he does is hide behind doors (laughs) and push other people towards danger. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he thinks about, he covers his arse. But, again, again, he's better than the guys with machine guns. Like, he outlasts all of the military people. Yeah, we'll get to that in a sec, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, this this reporter gets sent to to cover, to go to the airport where someone's going to land and and talk, I think a, a, a reporter, a, a writer or something, he's going to talk about this radiation leak. That's yeah, happened. it's a, like a famous doctor who is the first guy off the plane and the mm. most unsuspicious hands behind his back. Clearly, he's going to go nuts. Oh I've ever seen. He's standing there with one hand disappeared. <laughs> and you're like, maybe he just has one hand. Maybe his other hand just feathers into his spine. Or maybe he's going to go fucking maniac. But... The control. We cut to like the control tower scene, mm-hmm. and they're walking around doing their business. Yeah, it looks pretty good in there. It looks pretty authentic. Yeah. Um. And they're like, "There's an unidentified plane coming. It's like three kilometers away or something, which in plane time isn't very long. Yeah. It's like dog lives. Um. And they're like, "Huh? Yeah. He's not responding either. Oh, it's unmarked. Oh, it looks like a military vessel. And none of them are fucking bothered. Everyone's so blasé in this film." Well, to be fair, the military do show up, but it's not an unknown plane. It's the fucking plane that the reporter knows is coming because yeah. he's going there. Yeah. And it's not like the guy called up beforehand while he was in zombie vampire mode. It's like, I'm coming to the airport. He could have done that before he turned into a monster. So this plane flies in. Like, they don't know who's there, so they, they decide to call everyone. Like, the police and the army and everyone turns yeah. up. And, like, the mounted horsemen. <laughs> and the Ghostbusters. The highway All patrol. All show up. <laughs> Highway Patrol. <laughs> they probably see him climbing up a ladder and putting a ticket on it. Full monitor. <laughs> Give me a ticket. Some little kid of a whistle. <laughs> Safety inspector. Just get maimed by a radiated guy. But then they're really blasé about it when they all get there. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> so everyone turns up around this giant military plane that lands. And then they're like, huh, there's no pilot. And our protagonist and his cameraman's there with a tiny camera filming. Yeah. Um... And, yeah, they wait around, nothing's happening, and they go to open the door, I think, and the door opens. But yeah. did they open? The, the door just opens, I right? think it opens as they walk towards it, yeah. yeah. So, this plane flew itself, it was fine, it flew itself. There I don't no know, issues. I think someone flew it, but he just stepped out of the window when they looked in. There was no one in the cockpit. 
Maybe as an autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> so all these pilots are so fucking easy. Fucking um, <laughs> sucking a naked gun. No airplane. Airplane. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah, and this guy steps out blasé and just like stands there on the step, and everyone's like, "Huh? He's had no one hand behind his back. We should go and maybe walk up there and talk to him." Comes out and lunges with a knife. Yeah, yeah, stabs someone in the chest. Yeah, and then much like how many times I'm imagining can you like, people aren't going to see car. this. I can't remember, but I'm imagining the guy went like this, Ugh! grabbed his chest and fell over like in plate grabs. Yes, yeah, 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 like he <laughs> was, was dead holding squibs and just smeared it all <laughs> over his chest. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you stabbed me with an electric shot that just ended my body. And then the plane opens up and more of these guys come out. But these guys... Um, but many, many, many... Oh, yeah, so the doctor not, turned not, not, His I mean, face is fine. I'm going to jump ahead slightly here, but the ones in the TV studio look genuinely really cool. Like someone's got, like, a crusty eye and all this shit. Everyone oh, else looks so like they fucking it. jumped out of the plane and fell into bolognese. Yeah. But, but, but like, also had rubber masks on, because you could see that they were wearing rubber on their head. So you're a despicable human. I imagine you know what a gorilla mask is. What, what, a mask that a gorilla wears? Let's say yes. <laughs> it looked like someone had stuck pubes all over their face. Yeah. And it reminded me of a wolf man out. from like 1940. Or from like, um, from Garth Marenghi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're just weird, blotchy, hairy-ish faces. No, um, they're supposed to be scabby. It's, it's yeah, it's supposed to be scabby, but it looked like they were wearing carpet. <laughs> uh, it looked like they were munching on a rock. Uh, <laughs> So they get off. They, they get off the plane, much like a fucking clown car. We're about yes, five hundred. To be fair, that plane's out. fucking huge. Yeah, but like there's like like a hundred or two. Like ten of them come out. <laughs> but they kept coming out. The whole scene it was yeah. not a short scene. And by the way, this is one exit. All of these guys are coming out of a plane door wide enough to fit one and a half people. Uh-huh. And there's about fifty people stood round with machine guns, pointing at this Bottleneck. one entrance point. Yeah. And they miss everyone. Also, when these things come out, they go, they scatter and go in every direction, kill everything. Like, kill a guy, pick up his gun and start spraying bullets. They don't go for the cameraman that's standing just to their left. No. <laughs> and the reporter. Yeah. That's just standing mouth Who then, like, after watching the carnage for about ten minutes, goes, we should probably leave. Yeah. 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 So eventually they kill everyone there. Like, the military are goddamn awful. The military throughout this film are awful. Mm-hmm. duped by the easiest things well Mr. they also were there for expo- exposition or whatever it's called because like whenever it cuts to the generals which is the most boring bits of the fucking film mm-hmm. that's when you get the plot and that was the last bit of pizza don't worry guys I've still got a couple oh. um, you talk <laughs> I talk I've got a mouthful of pizza so have I perfect We're doing I've got a mouthful well. of Papa John I bet I bet our two listeners are glad that we came back you, can, you too can order a Papa John's and join in. <laughs> we can make this interactive. <laughs> we promise you, this won't be short. Let's cover your face in pubes and bolognese. And <laughs> <laughs> eat a Papa John's. But whatever you do, do not watch this movie. No. And if you do, don't watch it alone so you can at least diss it the whole way exactly. through. Exactly. Diss it. Diss it. Yeah, this movie's mum is so fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Right, so yeah, they escape. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> they escape, and they go, it cuts to dancing women in leaves. Oh my god, this now, is this is just an. I mean, I know, I know, back yeah. in the day, like yeah. they did, they did just put on like early TV. They just put on like like plays, or they'd have music playing, or yeah. a man reading the Bible. 
Um, yeah, but in early this, TV, you'd also get Mr. Motivator on TV. But this is in the 80s. I guess it's true. But it sounded like they had a whole segment when people were just dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. to music. Yeah. And this girl's really upset that she didn't get a close-up. Yeah. She's fucking dancing. I you don't want a close-up when you're dancing. I mean, you're not going to see the dance This film is pure exploitation. So the second those women are on there, I'm like, I know why they're here. And like... There's Shots a, from the back. There's a bit later on which is absolutely insane. When the carnage is kicking off, one of them runs towards camera and her tits are just out. Yeah. And it's not explained. It's it's not, not. They're just out. It's like someone ran up and delicately <laughs> sliced the, the, the skin-tight material off of her chest so both her tits could yeah, be out. I noticed it was, it, was, it was... She'd pulled back that material so they were, like, being pushed out. Mm-hmm. And then in the next shot, spoilers, she gets her tit cut off. Yeah. She's completely topless in the next shot. She gets stabbed in the tit first. <laughs> well... He it's took bad. his time to undress her. <laughs> he went to make sure he cut that in the sterile environment. What the, the thing that's about that scene that bothered me the most is the whole point of that is because he works there and he goes there to go on TV to warn people what's just happened. And he's, he goes on and he's like, oh my God, the news, this thing's happened. And then the guy from upstairs calls, he's like, cut it off, cut it off. Get, go back to the dancing. And they go back to the dancing. But that's a military but yeah, but controlling everything. Is it? Yeah. Is it, or is it not the guy upstairs? Because the military weren't there yet. The military probably told him, like... But why would the military have gone to the news station? I mean, I know they were there. Because you need to control the news channels to not put the world into a frenzy. But the thing that bothered me about that is he was like, cut that off. But then, when the monsters show up and start tearing people apart, he doesn't call down to the studio and be like, cut that off. You (laughs) you might want to put on that creepy girl in the circle (laughs) with a little robot of it. With a fucking clown. Oh, oh my god. Waking up, like falling asleep as a kid, and waking up at like two in the morning and seeing that is the worst yeah, thing in the world. Hell. This is hell. Um, spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers for being a child fucking in the 90s. Um, yeah, so like that whole scene was so obvious. I mean, there's a worse bit later on when a nurse runs up to the camera and a monster runs in and literally just rips her top off and she's mm-hmm. wearing nothing underneath it. There's a lot of, lot of tit-stabbing in this film. Yeah, a lot of tit-stabbing. A lot of tit-stabbing, even like when they're wearing One clothes. gets one completely cut off, one gets a screwdriver through the tits and then through her eye, which But the one that got it cut eye. off, he stabbed her in the tit first and then cut the tit off. Yeah. Do you know as well, like, they're so... These creatures which are I've only so... ever seen in a film once before, um, like, August Underground, like horrendous really like vile it's made to look like a snuff film awesome yeah it's made by the special effects guy of uh, special effects guy like the old Friday the 13th and stuff like one of his students oh Tom Savini yeah as as one of the guys he was a lecturer at the Tom Savini school yeah yeah. Um, and then he got bored of like boring horror films and made horrendous (laughs) potentially (laughs) snuff films (laughs) Yeah, um, they cut this girl's tits off, in that. Yeah, like, what were you saying? Tits cutting? Oh, yeah, this is it. It bugged me as well about these weird vampire creatures. It's like, they're... Not vampires. They're blood crazy. They want, they're chasing people so they can drink their blood, basically. But then they'll stab you in the neck, have a little sip, and then move on to the next person and stab them. Whereas, yeah. like, when you drink it's them like, dry... It's like they just want enough. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're constantly chasing Just enough for the next person. <laughs> It's like they're, they're just really easily distracted. Yeah. Because the thing is, I mean, they're irradiated. Are they supposed to be... I think... I'm sure I wrote on somewhere. Like, I, I think it seemed at points that they were kind of... Had a shared consciousness and would all move towards something. 
But are they I think are they using they strategies? Well, if they're flying a plane, they're flying a plane. There's a scene. Like, there's a scene later on where they fucking um, they do a Trojan horse on the military. Yeah. And like a guy goes in there and runs a mock, and he distracts everyone. And then, like, a bunch of them jump out the back of a jeep. Like, that's a planned move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're not zombies. They're not vampires. They seem to have in- this weird intelligence, but they're not... But then, like, think after they fed, or, well, barely fed, like, after they killed people in the studio, they were just walking aimlessly like zombies into cameras. I don't know why one of them decided to attack the camera with his hand. Well, that creepy him walking forward with his hand out. Mm. Do you know what I also wrote down like, here? Um, that at certain points in that, there is like artistic like um, fades and like camera movements and stuff, which means the cameraman's still filming all that. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't fucked off, <laughs> and yeah. nobody's killed him yet. It doesn't really change. We do get a good kill there. Somebody gets an axe to their head. Yeah, they, the they spent all the money it. on a couple of things. Yeah, I think they spent all the money on the makeup for that scene. It's just, on I mean, red paint. This <laughs> like enough. Not to get cut ahead to later on, but like. I guess my problem with this film is that it fucking feels like they just showed up without a script and were like, right, let's, let's make something. And then every day they're like, right, I've got this idea, let's do this. Because it's one scene, then some exposition, then a scene of murder, then mm-hmm. exposition, then a scene of murder. And it's like, that's it. There's nothing else to it. And like, it's inconsistent. It's this weird, like, choreographed thing. Um, because like, in the hospital bit later on, People are just running into the monsters, then just freezing and not doing anything and getting killed by them. Yeah. Or somebody will come in and do some Jackie Chan moves on them and then get stabbed by another one. They hadn't thought anything out of no. this film. They're, they're... It's completely like, it, may, but, it feels but they like had... a college film that someone's they, just made up. Do you reckon maybe someone shot this film and then they filmed the like the general scene afterwards to try and weave a plot line in? I think that you may be, yeah. <laughs> I think they shot this film and were like, shit, we forgot to film the fucking ending. Again, spoilers for later on, but one of the worst endings in a fucking film I've ever seen. Um, but also, for a film called Nightmare City, you are very rarely in a city. Everywhere, it's very rarely everywhere. an actual nightmare that somebody's had. Oh, God, is it? Um, <laughs> it's a nightmare for us. But in fact, yeah, they're never once in a city. They're at an airport, a hospital in the middle of nowhere, fancy houses. Um, it seems to be a trope in 70s, 80s zombie-ish movies that they go to a gas station, a petrol station. Yeah. That seems to be a thing. That was great, wasn't it? Well, you're escaping, you need to... Oh shit, there was a fucking awesome bit in the TV studio where, like, they burst into the room that the guy's in Yeah, and he throws a TV at them and the TV explodes in a ball of flame. Okay, so there's there's an old (laughs) Plato thing where he's like, when our children are older, they'll be staring at flames in in a flickering box or something. Yeah, yeah. He was right. He was <laughs> right. We made TVs out of fire. <laughs> like he launched this thing and it just erupts. Like mid throw. Yeah, mid throw. It's fucking exploding. <laughs> what was in that TV? Like TVs in the 80s were dangerous. That was a thermite napalm. No wonder so many houses burned down in the 1980s. <laughs> that was fucking insane. Oh, like, we're, mid- we're, we're kind of glazing over so much. I mean, there was a lot. It's just a lot of people getting stabbed and slaughtered. Lots of people get slaughtered. And, like, the first, the bit in the TV studio where the cameraman, like, looks over and sees a dead woman, he's got this weird smile on her face as he looks over, like, like he's walking everything and now's my chance. And he's like, oh, and he's looking at her. He's supposed to look shocked, but he looks like he's all aroused. And then there's a guy standing next to him that, like, pulls the curtain back and reveals there's a monster there. And he looks at the guy in the same way, this weird arousal. And then he gets stabbed in the neck 
three times, but you don't see it. Then it comes back to him, and he's got a little dab of blood in him, and he's still got the same fucking look on his face as he collapses <laughs> down. He's like, this is so what I wanted. <laughs> but how did nobody notice that girl getting killed? Yeah. So basically, I'm sure she the, made the, some the fucking noise. still going on, and then this, this bloke on the Do you reckon at some point, like, in one of those dead. comedy fucking... Shepherd hook things came in and got her own neck and just yanked <laughs> her out. <laughs> and they didn't realise. Because one of them was too busy having a car. But then face. when he saw a dead body, he didn't shout. Yeah. And then when he like, got killed, nobody, if I was standing no next to a cameraman, stabbed in the throat I, don't, I don't give a fuck if it's live on TV. If you look over and see somebody covered in blood, you go, oh my god, are you fucking alright? Like maybe you don't swear it's live on TV. But you're like, oh my god, are you alright? Somebody get a medic or something. Don't say anything, it's fine. The runners can deal with the bloody <laughs> The runners will fucking shut her <laughs> in the trash. <laughs> with everyone else's careers. She was asking for too much money. <laughs> the producers topped her. Yeah, then they all just pile in. And it's like, how did they even get there? How, they, they multiple times can yeah. sneak into places without oh, yeah. being noticed. These guys are, these guys are like much better than the military. Hundreds of them can sneak into places and yeah. just burst out of doors. And you're like, how the fuck did they get in here? Clowns. They oh, all yeah. have histories in the circus. They've got those tiny little cars. Russia. This must have come from Russia. The plane, plane. came from yeah, Russia. must have. Yeah, did you notice that you the last it. thing that came out of the plane was a zombie bear with a fez on riding a little mice- bicycle? I knew it. It's a Russian <laughs> circus has invaded America. Playing like a trumpet. again. <laughs> this is America's biggest fear. This is Obama's <laughs> biggest fear. Oh, my God. Wait, Trump is going to build a wall around Can you hashtag fucking... Obama's biggest fear when what, you when post you this? That? Yeah. <laughs> Nightmare City. <laughs> He's afraid that rural America might get attacked by Russian radiated clowns. Radiated clown bears. <laughs> fucking hell. Man, this film would have been a hundred times better if there was a fucking bear on a bicycle in it. Yeah, or if it was called Clowns in, in Space. Just like, imagine... Just imagine space. That film's good. Just mm-hmm. imagine if you're standing there and you're like, what the fuck? You're right in the middle of nowhere and you hear this weird squeaking, this weird like... And you're like, what the fuck is that? And they're like looking around and then you turn around and you just see this fucking bear on a tricycle <laughs> with a fez coming straight at you. You'll be like, Jesus. Pain dripping out of his mouth. Like it would be amazing because if the bear got off, if the bear got off the tricycle it would move faster. It's yeah. like coming after you on this tricycle. His, his balance is really bad so he's just like swerving. <laughs> he's, like, <yeah. laughs> he's zigzagging across the hall. Oh man, that wouldn't be, that's pure horror. Yeah, we'll Why has somebody not made that? We'll make film? it, we'll make it, we'll make it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah, so another bit to do with like them being like tit obsessed. Yeah. Is that he goes up to one of them, I think he like stabs one of them in the chest or like in the abdomen, and then he just goes down and starts yeah, sucking yeah, on sucking their tits. tits, yeah. Like <laughs> maybe it's exploitation. They are human. It's exploitation. But they like, have these weird looks on their faces when they see the girls. Like they want to stab them up. They want to like, cut it's their it's tits like, off. It's like their, their primal nature is to stab boobs. Yeah. Like it, it happens so frequently. It is weird. Anyway, so so yeah, so then after that scene, we go to the general scene where they set up the laws of the land. Yeah, they yeah. say you have to shoot them in the head to kill them. They say... Um, they basically say at one point they're indestructible. They say they're... He's, he they, pulls one out on a, on a, on a gurney. He's just like, hit the, the radiation that's given them super strength and all this stuff, and they're, they're indestructible. Oh, really? Because, I mean, that one looks pretty dead. <laughs> he's like, oh, no, they're, they're indestructible. They can reach <laughs> To a point. <laughs> but you shoot them in the head, you can destruct them. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you can't take them all out because there's so many of them. But, I mean, the military had so many guns. <laughs> they're trade destructible when you shoot them in the head. Yeah, yeah. Right. Also, as we'll see later on, like, the guy 
the military had loads of guns and left all the ammunition in the guns. Yeah. <laughs> Geniuses. Maybe that was where they, where they went wrong. The wife of the reporter um, kind of looked like Jessa from Girls to me. I guess the scene where she was like, when she was being you know nice. For an 80s woman, here we go, misogyny, she was kind of attractive. <laughs> you don't really get that much in 80s movies. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I'm just going to let you sit in that one. Well, to be like, why is she with that guy that looks like Bungle? <laughs> uh, like, he looks he like Bungle. He's a hippie reporter. Yeah. He's the best man. <laughs> Who just hides behind doors constantly. He's a survivor. He there was a bit, actually, when he, after he threw that explosive TV, he comes outside, outside the room, and then there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a zombie thing walking towards him with a knife. And he, like, waits, and he turns around, and you see a guy behind him, walking behind him and picking something up. And then he, like, just kick like, the military didn't think to do this, just kicks it over and then runs to the elevator and slams the elevator shut. And then that guy runs over and starts banging on the elevator. I didn't realise that that guy picking something up was another monster. I thought it was just the guy. And I thought when he ran and locked him out... <laughs> you thought I was screwing someone yeah. else over. <laughs> like, everyone else that he's killed. <laughs> yeah, so then we get the military scene, which explains everything. Mm-hmm. And then we get the scene where he goes to the hospital... No, it, oh, no, 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 sorry, no, it opens they up. They just start attacking the hospital. No, they, first of all, they attack the power plant and cut all the power off. Mm. That's when they come out of the back of the truck. Yeah, because the these, these guys are strategic. Yeah, they are. They, they come around. Do you know what? If it said in the film they had a hive mind, it'd probably be a bit better film. Yeah, yeah, they said it was like, um, like Super Troopers, not Super Troopers. Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Super Troopers is a great film. Yeah, because like, it cuts to a scene where his wife is helping perform surgery on somebody and the doctor's like, I need you to go get me more plasma. Like, I'm pretty sure that should be kept in the fridge in that room. But no. So she, like, literally has to leave with a torch. and they go in the basement. They go to the basement where it's not even kept in the fridge and she removes one off the shelf and then literally Doc Cotton is standing behind it. <laughs> and, like, all of a sudden there's loads of the zombie things in there. But they look... Pretty normal, apart from the fact that they're drinking blood and they've yeah. got blood on their hands. They look pretty normal, and all they do is walk towards so them with their hand out, and she freaks out. Like they're not doing anything yet. But they're eating blood. Also, I've written a note here, which if, is if I walked into a room and you were sucking down some blood, and yeah, but I wouldn't automatically think you were a fucking away. vampire. I would. Who the fuck drinks blood? Yeah, but another, like, vampires. Another, they're not vampires. Stupid girls in they're horror films. Stupid they're girls in horror films. Monsters. James should not be given torches. Like the little girl in uh, Jurassic Park who shines that torch right in the T-Rex's eye. All she does is shine the torches in their faces and then stand there going, no! Like she Maybe she thinks rubbish. it's a lightsaber. And she's Maybe. like, burn! Oh, fuck. I love, that the blood was kept, I love that the blood was kept on the shelf. That's well, simply for the shot that when she takes it off the shelf there's something standing behind it. my problem. <laughs> You've got shelves full of blood. My veins are dry at the moment. I'm, I'm abstaining. I'm hooked up to the shelf. Yeah, no, no, no. This is like pure Jaeger running oh, through my yes. systems right now. Yes. Pure Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff my crust. That was the scene that bothered me the most because it was people running into monsters and then freezing and then letting themselves be But killed. there was a ninja surgeon. Oh my God, I yeah. wrote down ninja surgeon. I wrote down ninja surgeon. That was so cool. Ninja <laughs> surgeon that can't totally The guy aim. burst through the door with like, all my, like, and then one of the other surgeons behind him picks up a vase or something and goes up to it. I don't know if you saw this in the background. He goes up to it, swings as hard as he can, but just as he hits it, slows down, so he just taps it. <laughs> like, obviously, it's not going to hurt a guy. And then the ninja like, surgeon pulls a scalpel out and 
throws it into the guy's chest, who yeah. gets his own back by stabbing him like 30 but he, times it. But did you notice? But he wasn't even going close to him with the knife. The scalpels are like super light. So if I was to throw a scalpel at your head, it would probably just slice your head. Yeah, it would probably go through your the, skull. The other end would probably bounce off. Yeah, it would probably like, like he hit him on the chest and he looked down and was like, well, this thing's like an inch long. What's he going to do? <laughs> what the fuck did you think you were going to do? <laughs> well, let me come and stab you that was with this blade you just gave me. <laughs> what's she like? But no, he stabs him in the chest like, and almost he stabs him in the eye. But almost on reflex, he fucking threw that skull. Hey, <laughs> what if she came back with a plasma and he just fucking threw the He's scalpel? Like, how many times he didn't do I know that guy was you? a monster? How many times do I have to tell you? Don't fucking burst in on my surgery, you interns. Oh man, that was bad. Sorry guys, there's a lot of uh, there's there's a, a lot, lot of peaks. Um, to be fair, like we've reached a thirty minute mark. Like, this is gonna be over really soon because like this film sucks. Spoilers for whatever score I'm gonna give it, but it's not gonna be high. No, no. Well, Although, it to be depends. fair, you guys I might wake this, up and relive this podcast. I watched this twice. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. I watched this twice, whereas, like, Driller Killer, I will never, ever watch again. No, I could probably sit down and watch oh, this. Really? This, I can sit down this. and watch again. Driller Killer, never again. Yeah, Driller Killer, never a again. I that... think we gave that, like, five out of five. No, <laughs> five I, hope, out of I hope we gave it two. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, where did. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where did I put... Oh, the Doctor turns out to be a, master, a kung fu master and throws scalpel and there's a whoosh. And then she... And then, she, and then he gets stabbed in the stomach and then the eye. Yeah. So it's like this... And like Italian horrors have a thing about stabbing people in eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, later on that woman gets a cringy. screwdriver to the eye. Well, like he gets shank, shank, shank and then just like pressed into the eyeball. <laughs> And you're like, oh, God, but you've already killed him. Well, like, is it just for your satisfaction? <laughs> is that where the best blood is? Juiciest blood is Ocular in the Ocular blood. <laughs> Ocular blood. Uh, yeah, and then the next scene is the pointless filler scene, which is the woman at home, and then her friend comes over. Is this the artist woman? Yeah. Who is and the, gen- the general's wife? I'm surprised that in that scene there was two women, and I'm surprised tits didn't. Come. I'm surprised they didn't have a shower. Yeah, and together. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit disheartened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that shower scene? That happened in the last film we watched. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, uh, then yeah, the artist woman. She turns up like her husband is the general, and he calls up and he's like, "Whatever you do, you have to lock the door and stay inside." And he's like, oh, you think I'm just a little woman who can't listen to your, um, listen to everything that you say? And he's like, shut the fuck up and just lock the door and stay inside. <laughs> and then she goes over and opens the door and sees the lawnmower is going around on its own and leaves the door open and walks back inside. And then finds <laughs> she's her like, piece fuck of, him. She's got that artwork that she made, which is like a sculpted head yeah, yeah, yeah. that people mentioned earlier. It's her only good piece of art that she's ever created. And that's the only piece of art she's well, made she is that like makes 12. anyone feel anything. <laughs> And um, she gets back and there's like a... It makes me feel like you've wasted your life as an artist. <laughs> and the only thing it makes me feel is like I want to die. It makes me feel like death. So then she comes back into her art studio and there's a knife through the art, through the yeah, skull. Yeah. But there's blood all over it. Yeah. So Maybe what the it came hell? off the knife? Maybe the gardener got stabbed up and it came off of that. And they really don't like heads? Or do you think these things aren't totally intelligent and saw like a... Wait a minute, isn't like a the knife in there later on when the man comes back and finds it? 
Well, yeah, because she takes a knife out there. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, she yeah. re-sculpts her art instead of panicking and locking the door. She's like, oh, that blood on that giant knife. Yeah. She had a little look around, no one was there. But again, there's no script for this film. And it's blasé. Like, no one quite cares what's going exactly, on. Exactly, yeah, They yeah. just stand there and watch it happen. Well, that guy's like, oh, a dead body. Oh, a man with a knife. Oh, I'm being stabbed in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and a Mark Plane is coming and landing. <laughs> that is or scheduled to be here. Oh, like a hundred people have been slaughtered in front of me. <laughs> this is interesting. I've covered wars, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, like that seems fucking pointless. It was just so that somebody else could get stabbed in the tits yeah. and have her eyes scooped out of a fucking screwdriver. I mean, it's so pointless. The next scene that I've got written down, and the thing is, we follow like a few different couples who all live in nice houses. Because someone needed to make a real estate film off the back of this to fund it. <laughs> um, it's probably rich in Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by Umberto Amelia. <laughs> Umberto Gold. <laughs> um, Shout out RGM. What the hell was that? Uh, it's a ghost. Spooky. Probably You've spooky heard that, ghost. that was a genuine ghost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We James moved to a haunted hellhole. Pro- <laughs> There's a hell mouth below your house. That's the true. first thing I noticed, James, when I arrived, room. no offence, and this is going on record and I'm not going to cut it out, was that the window was smashed on the door downstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like the, the front door has a window down the middle of it and it's been smashed in. And I don't think it was like that before we moved in. <laughs> and it was like that on the day that we moved in. Amazing. And I'm like, great. And also there's a bike with my tires on there, which is why I keep my bike in the cupboard. Yeah, it's a bitch to get it in and out every day. <laughs> um, so the next thing that I have is... Is it not um, the gas station a, scene? No. No? No, the next thing that I have is the couple were standing next to... Oh, yeah, the couple, the ones that are in the swimming pool. Who the yeah. fuck are they? Is it they the were going on day and, like, his, the dad was like... He was like, oh, your dad's a military man. Basically, everyone knew someone in the military. Yeah, they, those characters are kind of pointless. Yeah, totally pointless. And he's standing there. They're waiting <coughs> for someone to pick him up, maybe? In fact, like, the, the wife or the girlfriend of the, of the military guy was pointless as well because they don't interact with the main two characters. No, no. So everyone's pointless. Yes, and also them having separate story arcs makes the ending even more ridiculous. Oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. But yes, yes it does. yeah. Should we give the ending away right now? Yeah, let's fucking... Because yeah, if you haven't it. seen this film, I mean, well, you're listening... The chances to are you haven't. Yeah, and the chances and are good. you won't. Well, good. You're, you're doing better than life than we are. So at the end... Because we've seen it twice. At the end, the credits roll. Oh, so at Sorry, the end, no, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end, um, the dude wakes up. Oh, but from an amazing scene when they're in a... Um, uh, an old uh, theme oh, right, park right. and she's climbed up the, they've climbed up the top oh, of but there's so there's much there's so much we've got to get to yeah basically alright at the end there's a it, 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 the credits roll and it says the dream became the reality and he's relived the day again from the morning well yeah because he wakes up in the morning and it's all a dream and then the first thing he has to do is go to the go airport to the and airport. you see the plane land yeah and I think the last and shot the, is the then door coming opening. Out of them. Yeah, yeah yeah and you're like oh for fuck's sake yeah. this was a dream film uh, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, what, what, I've wasted my time. Or you could think, I'm going to go back to the start and watch this again and just live a Groundhog Day-like existence where all you ever watch is Nightmare City. Oh, and then spend an hour talking about it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. It's collectively like six hours it's, of that time. Until somebody comes in with a screwdriver and stabs you in the tits. And then I'll wake up and relive this nightmare. <laughs> 
But yeah, so that's why I was, I was making the point that the fact that there are these like subplots that are happening within this dude's dream yeah. for characters that have very have little never to offer. Never a side story in your dream, Nothing James? to fucking <laughs> As a third person. <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you ever had camera I, angles in it? <laughs> yes. All the time. I, I dream in shots generally. True story. True. True story. Um, mainly like the end of Doom. Wait, which Doom? The first person. The game? The film. Fuck you. So this couple, that is a nightmare. Nightmare evening. Yeah. This couple that Should you don't really know ghosts and don't... And Ghost Ship well, and Doom. <laughs> two out of three are excellent films. You're an idiot. And then <laughs> Deep Blue Sea and then listen to the Deep Blue Sea soundtrack afterwards. Don't know this. Yeah, don't. Cool. Um, so this couple are standing who we don't care about. Yeah. They're standing uh, waiting for someone and a van turns up and they're like, hey, how's it going? And this guy pulls out a gun and he's like, hey, look, you got a gun. Why do you have that gun? And then he shoots him with a fucking harpoon. He's not holding a gun. <laughs> they're very different. <laughs> when he said that, I imagine he'd be holding a fucking pistol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulls out, why does he have a harpoon? Uh, fishing? Actually, what the fucking... Okay, if I was to say to you right now, go find me a sickle or go find me an axe. How long would it take you to find an axe? It's easier to find. I'd have to go to a big building and assume they've got a fire axe. A but sickle would be hard to come across. Everyone had a fucking sickle in this film. Yeah, but they came from Russia. They're, uh, they're on the fucking flag. Running, they just pulled them off the flag and gave over. With, and chisels. <laughs> yeah. But everyone had fucking, like, stabby. They must have come from Russia if they, they all had chisels. That makes so much sense. Chisels, fucking sides, what they call Sickles. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, those two characters were absolutely pointless. Yeah, except to get killed. Yeah. But like, you had enough of those. Like the people in the elevator that are like, we're stuck in the elevator. And then the door opens and there's two like comedy. It's like a fucking Laurel and Hardy bit. Mm. There's two monsters to that side. And they were like, whoa, 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 what? And they all get taken out. <laughs> like, oh, that was bad. It was awful. And then... The next thing I remember... That was genuinely a comedy scene, actually, because they were stood in there thinking, somebody's going to get out of, su- us out of here soon because the elevator has manual controls. And it cuts to the manual controls and you see a monster walk up to it and open up the elevator, oh, which is so stupid. That makes me think of an X-Files episode that I watched the other night. Oh my no, God, like two table. days ago, where it's um, we're towards the end of season eight, it's yeah. so spoilers. Um, it's like uh, one of the unstoppable alien guys... And he walks up to a lift, and just like the T-1000, who is, he's chasing the T-1000 at this time, puts his hand straight through the lift. That's got to be a turn. And then, like, reference. runs his arm up the lift as it goes down. And, like, he hits, um, he hits, what's, uh, what's the X-Files boss's name? Uh, oh, God, Jesus Christ. Silverman. Silverman, yeah. Yeah. Hits him, the, hits him on the head and, like, slices his forehead open with his, like, bare hands. Is that hands. why he's bald? That's why I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, side note. Wait, that had nothing to do with You're talking, you're talking about elevators. All right, he, okay. manually opened, he manually opened it um, by cutting it in half. Yeah, so then I guess we get the pointless scene where they blow up their own car in the. Well, they get to the gas station, they go inside maybe to pay for the gas. I think <laughs> they go in there inside? to find. find food? Isn't there like Surprise? a Dr. Pepper sign or something in there? They oh, go in there for refreshing Dr. Peppers. I wish I had a Dr. Pepper right now to go in my Corona. <laughs> but then they get jumps. stuck in there because of all the fucking mon- the creatures outside. Yeah. All the creatures have found their car and they're sniffing around it yeah. for something. And this and they um, they mix up a Molotov cocktail inside. 
and open the door and lob it. And my favourite thing is the look on the face of the zombie vampire monster radiation thing. When he sees the monitor coming, he's like, oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to die! And then they torch their car, all burn up, and then run away. Um, That's the worst place to throw a Molotov cocktail at a fucking petrol pump. Where your gas, where, where your car, <laughs> where you're pumping your car full of petrol. Where was the scene where he found an axe that was covered in blood? It may have been in. The, it was in there. He walked the first. As soon as he walks in, it's there, and he touches it, and there's blood. Yeah, in it. he's like, "What's on that axe? Let me stroke it." Don't you think at that point yeah, that maybe I should leave? That scene reminded me of Twenty Eight Days Later when he goes into that. Um, he goes into that petrol station. I can't remember. I think the top of it was petrol, but he goes into the food bit and he's just like, he can hear some scuffling. He's like, all right, anyone here? And the little kid one runs out and he fucking takes it out like a cricket bat or something. That reminded me of that. It makes me think that that is a fucking reference, but maybe not. Because of this weird trope ever since Dawn of the Dead were filling up something. Yeah, like filling up the helicopter and then that guy sneaks up at him and climbs up in the box and slices his own head off. Fucking hell. It makes me think of the uh, the helicopter scene from um, theatre. Theatre? In the theatre where the fucking helicopter lands inside the Oh, theater. Demons! Demons, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Demons is good. You get the bazooka out the back of that thing. Bazooka? You get a bazooka out? No, he no. gets like a massive gun out the back, doesn't he? No, he had a sword. He didn't put a gun out. And he put a sword out the back of it. Oh. No, he had a sword from the motorcycle. Oh, that I'm sure in the he lobby. pulled something out the back of that helicopter. The only thing he pulls out the back of the helicopter is the hook that he fires. It's a hook oh, shot. And he hook. fires it yeah. up into the air it's so they can lift hook. themselves up. Yeah. Because yeah. all helicopters come with fireable grappling hooks. Yeah, so that you can catch a blade. Like Budgie the helicopter is <laughs> pretty dangerous. It's in case you need to. It's in case you need to break. <laughs> case you do, need to do a really quick turn. <laughs> Just pull down on one of them. <laughs> Bang. In case you need to do some some awesome tricks. <laughs> no hands. Let me just do a barrel roll. <laughs> oh wait, that's not how helicopters work. When you're hanging on and it like flips up and you just fall into the blades. So speaking of hanging on, speaking of hanging on, like yeah, um, like everyone is listening to this, and like the end of this film will be. I'm surprised Mike's not here yet. He's running late. He is. I think he messaged me, but no one cares about. Fuck him. Yeah, he's dead to me. And we might be coming around this area. Well, he's probably yeah, he's probably full of nights. Somebody ran up to him, stabbed him in the tits three times, and then left him there. And he came back and scooped his eye out. Sucked it for a second. <laughs> Took the eye and just. This like, one's not fresh enough. Slapped the eye on his face and just like put a little bit of ham around it. <laughs> and some pubes. Gorilla mask his face. It's like Halloween sorted. So. So. And then we're walking around and the, the woman's totally distressed. She's like, oh, you, why are we doing this? Oh, I hate this. And he's like, come on, man. You're fucking surviving. Don't complain. Yeah. Um, and they end up in a spooky, abandoned. Um, theme park okay I'm so glad that you missed a bit what did I miss you missed a bit where they go to a church now I've drawn a diagram here that's quite, <laughs> it's quite basic so the woman is standing to the priest's left and we cannot see the left of the priest's I face I must have skipped this yeah and she walks up to him it's like padre or whatever like oh my god there's somebody else here and there's a priest he's he, he like so she's standing to his left. Yeah, and she can just see a profile. So she can see this side of his face, and we can see his face is normal, and he's reading a book. And then she says something to him, and he turns completely like three... He doesn't turn like that to her. He turns 360 around (laughs) to face her, to reveal that 
half of his face is all mouldy because he's actually a monster. The side of the face she, she would have different. fucking seen it. She would have seen that from a mile off. But look, that's look. I drew, I drew a diagram. So he's looking that way, then he turns his head and half his face is disgusting and now he's facing her. Lee, face this is, is why we don't storyboard our it's shit. It's three eggs. <laughs> this is why we don't I've drawn story- three eggs with some arrows on I've them. seen you drawing. You can draw well. Well, this is- I couldn't be asked to go into... So I couldn't be bothered with this film, James. But it was just fucking... But and then he picks up... He's not an ambi-turner, Lee. Yeah, but then he he's pick- not an ambi-turner. He can ambi-turn left. Then he... Like, his whole master plan was stand here pretending to read a book... And then when someone comes over, I'm going to pick up this big old candle. I'm going to fuck someone up with it. And he swings at the guy. The guy dodges it. The candle hits the table. And he swings so hard that the candle just shatters into a million pieces on the table. Then in the next shot, he's got the candle in his hand again. And he tries to hit him. <laughs> it was fucking genius. And the guy's like, I-, I raise your candle with this candlestick and fucks him up with a metal candlestick. Do you think, do you think that that zombie radiation thing, um, that priest have been like maybe maybe I can come to peace with what I am maybe I'm just going to try and find <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus as an irradiated I'm going to read the Jesus instruction and manual he's flicking the Bible. through yeah he's flicking through Jesus 101 <laughs> and then like these people come in and he's like Jesus came I just, back from the dead he's like I just wanted to find my inner peace and you had to come remind me Jesus came back from the bed, but he wasn't feasting on the blood of the Wait, living if he has to fucking seek out blood to survive why is he just standing there reading book and maybe the book is a map to blood. <laughs> maybe he's reading Dracula. Why wouldn't he just go downstairs and get all of the blood of Christ and start drinking away? <laughs> and eating all that flesh. It tastes so wafery. Because everyone knows that all Catholics are cannibals. True. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're pretty much there, right? Like, this film sucks. So, no, 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 we get to the theme part. Oh, James, do you know what? Reliving this film is great through this podcast. This is the, this is the best tiring. ending of a film in the world. Oh, fuck like, me. Like, there are hundreds of them appearing. Uh, also, this guy, this reporter, is a crack shot. He picks up a sniper at one point. Where the fuck did he get that? Oh, he, they ran out to a Jeep. He saw oh, a yeah, Jeep and he was like, you wait down. here. I'm going to run over there and I'll tell you if it's clear. Like, you can see the whole street. Uh, and he runs over there and the only things are back where he ran from, where he left his girlfriend. <laughs> Um, so then she runs over and he picks up a sniper rifle. This guy is, 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 is really he good at using all guns. He doesn't know anything. Maybe he, he's he turns around and he like using a sniper pops people in the head in single shots as they're running. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean I I mean I haven't fired a sniper rifle, but he's I imagine that's that's difficult. He's quick scoping. He's quick scoping. <laughs> and then that runs out of ammo, so they leave the Jeep. And run off and just pick up more guns and start firing them and throwing them at people. Yeah, yeah. Until they end up in a theme park and they get penned penned in where they're like shooting people as they're climbing up a roller coaster, shooting away, shooting away, throwing grenades at them. And this is kind of that point in a dream where your dream kind of pushes the reality a bit too far and you find yourself climbing a theme park roller coaster throwing grenades at zombies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it makes no fucking sense and lobbing. Guns at people's faces. Side tangent, if I may. Uh, so, as I told you earlier, I watched an even more horrific movie last night. I watched the extended version of Batman v Superman. Damn. Now, this is in the other version as well, but there's a scene at the end when Batman's murdering people with, like, he punches a guy's head through a wall at one point. A guy runs into the room, and Batman's, like, fighting, like, four people. And the guy runs in the room and throw, pulls the pin on a grenade and goes to throw it to Batman, but like Batman takes him out so the guy gets blown up by his own grave, killing him and somebody else. 
But, like, why would you run into a room with four people in it, four of your mates and Batman, and just pull a pin on a grenade and throw a grenade at Because it's more... You'd kill all your friends. Because it's more and important. your boss, who's got Superman's mum, in the other room. Yeah, okay. That was fucking... Sh- oh, do you know what? Batman v Superman is one of the worst films ever made. Oh, double did you hear five. that, Mike? That was a double high five because James agrees with me. It's James, an awful Mike film. fucking loves it. I told him it was Pixel, and like it is Suicide Pixel. Squad was even worse. I, I don't even want to worse. See it. Don't watch it. It's awful. The only thing that carries that film is Will Smith, who I can't ever see as being a bad guy, because once you see what's the, Lucky Number Seven, no, Lucky no, Seven, no. no, not that film. What's the film where he uh, needs the fucking heart transplant oh seven pounds yeah and then the other film where he's like broke as shit and he's walking around with his um, son trying to sell uh, yeah. Pursuit of Happiness yeah once you've seen those two films you can never see Will Smith as a bad person surely once you've seen fucking The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air <laughs> oh he's, he's a murderer <laughs> what of my daddy love me you can't like I've never seen Will Smith as a bad person he's the it's ultimate really, person it's really hard. you know in Dragon Ball you know, like, Kame came back. Now, you don't know because you didn't watch Dragon Ball, but you may know that Kame and Piccolo's backstory is Kame came down to planet Earth and became the hero of Earth by splitting his bad side out and separating it into a separate being, and that becomes King Piccolo, yeah, yeah. who then uh, Goku kills and births Piccolo Jr. You missed all of that because you didn't watch Dragon Ball, and Dragon Ball's fucking awesome. I'll go back. Will Smith removed all the evil from his body and it created Jaden Smith. <laughs> and it created Willow Smith. Willow. Flicking a hair So Will forth. Smith is pure good. He can't be bad. He's pure good. Well, he tries to be bad. He's a good shot, but he's bad. He's a dead like, There's shot. so many bad things about that film. So many... Quit it. <laughs> so many bad things about that film. This film, which is also a bad film, ends also has a dead with shot, them it? flagging down a helicopter from the top of this roller coaster. Which is the general guy, right? So they do kind of cross over. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and then they climb onto a rope they lower down, um, which has like lots of big knots tied into it, so you can hold on, you can climb easily, you can stand there. The woman climbs up first, and the man jumps on the bottom, and she's constantly screaming... Extending her arms as far away from the rope as possible and shouting, I can't hold on, I can't hold on. <laughs> and looking down, thinking, maybe I'd survive. I can't hold on, just climb. But I can't. And then, like, she made it so difficult for herself to hold on. Yeah, yeah. By taking her hands off all the time. She was like, Do you dare me? <laughs> and then she just gives up at one point and slips or jumps. And, like, you see her body cascade down. Doesn't it turn into, like, a doll? It turns into a rag doll. Yeah. And it, it, <laughs> like, a rag doll wearing her dress with no physics. It hits the top of the roller coaster. <laughs> it's good. It <laughs> literally doubles over over a pole and then falls around again. It's like, it's like someone threw a sack of potatoes in a yellow dress with a wig out of a plane. <laughs> That's the best bit of the film. And then so they wake up. It's fucking awful. It's and then they wake up. Do you reckon they run out of all their money and they're like, we still have a helicopter and I a think sack they of ran out of all their money. Like, they obviously filmed the hospital bit first. No, the TV studio bit first. They spent all their money on those escorts to dress up and dance <laughs> and on good makeup. And they couldn't even afford Those squibs. They couldn't even afford squibs for when people are getting shot at point blank they range. They couldn't even afford real knives. It happens so many times. They, like, there was a bit where. In the first fight, 
um, there was a guy who had already had his throat slit because he had blood on it. And then a thing runs up to him and slits his throat again and then drinks the blood, which makes me think that was the second take because they used the makeup in the first take <laughs> and it, something went wrong. So they had to do it twice and they couldn't remove the makeup because oh it was that bad. Well, let me ask you this, Lee. Yeah. Are you not entertained? I mean, spoiler, I mean, we said it earlier, but it's better than Driller Killer. It is. I've got a score in my head and it might shock you. Positive and negative. Two out of five. Uh, I was thinking two out of five. I was going to okay, say. Okay, so this is a four I was out of say, ten. Let's put film. our hands behind our back and then pull it out. Oh, let's yeah. whip it out. Put my hand behind and come out with a knife and stab you three times and in then the chest I'll and then the <laughs> And then slice it off and take it home so I always have one with me. Mount it on the wall. That guy's been walking around with a nipple as a fucking dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. It's not the worst thing. It's not. And it's, it's kind it's of entertaining. It's so much better. Yeah. But what makes it kind of worse in a way, uh, no offence to Arrow or anyone, but like there's an interview of Eli Roth on the Arrow DVD and he's talking about Blu-ray talking about, and he's talking about how much he loves the film and how great it is. And he's like, forgive the ending to forget that happens and the rest of the film's amazing. And it's like, is it though? You can't forget the ending because then there was no ending to this film. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it could have just ended with her dying. <laughs> Yeah, but then that's still not great. Yeah. It could have ended with them being surrounded on the roller coaster with no helicopter in sight. I would have yeah, preferred yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, that would have been a good ending. And then yeah. he wakes up. <laughs> but, like, Jesus. Oh. But the thing is, like, they did some good stuff in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, they did have a... They had, like, their rules set out. It wasn't just totally aimless. Yeah. I think they did well. Uh, it was but, okay. But it just... it There wasn't enough to hold it all together. No. No. And especially now you mentioned the subplots and how they're actually pointless. It makes no fucking sense. It's a da- yeah. So we'll find something better to talk about next time. Yeah, next time. And let's not do a zombie film. won't be filled film. with pizza and, and let's, beer. Let's not do a zombie film next time because yeah. we've done t- two, but technically three if you... Well, not really. Well, this demons. One, this one isn't a zombie film, neither is Demons. They're possessed. So we've only done one, so we do we a zombie film. Yeah, next. we should do a zombie <laughs> film next. Maybe a vampire zombie film. A vampire zombie film. At least it's not new. Vampire (laughs) zombie film. Alright, James. I'm sorry we watched it twice. City of the Living Dead. (laughs) City of the Living Dead. I seem to remember the zombies can teleport in it. No, the Living City. Have you seen City of the Living Dead? No. These guys could teleport. No, but they this was turned up. No, these ones properly teleport. She looks at what like somebody looks at one of them and it's there right in front of her, then it goes whoop and disappears. Is it and blink? she's like, what? And then like at the top, it's standing behind her. Is it like, Doctor Who's blink? Pretty much. I think, yeah. I can't remember if that's called City of the Living Dead, but it's like a gateway to hell has been opened. The Beyond is a good one. Yeah, we could do The Beyond next. The Beyond, the Beyond is fucking next. awesome. I think Actually, we need, we need a what? good film. I, shall we do The Beyond next? Because yeah. I want to own that on Blu-ray, and I'm going to go buy that on Blu-ray just to do this. Own it, bro. Fuck me, The Beyond is awesome. Make it yours. I've got, um, for issue 100 of Walking Dead, yeah. they did a bunch of different covers. And one of them is like that final shot from The Beyond. You know, it's where it's the, the, them walking into the smoke and it's just mm. two of them from behind. It's Michonne and Rick, I think, from behind. And you just see a, like wall-to-wall zombies in front of them. And it's clearly supposed to be that final shot from The Beyond. Oh, awesome. It's fucking awesome, that cover. That's sweet. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers for the end. <laughs> of next of next podcast. All right, cool. Sweet. Um, I, I, have we got a sign off? No, cheers. This has been Sadist Filth. Uh, we'll probably see you again in about six months. Sadist Filth.